if you if you break these rules here's the consequence here's the punishment but do it across the board but But do it across the board you know what i'm saying what's going on everybody it's your boy nico williams and lance for another wonderful episode of kaleidoscopic having a conversation from a different angle i'm asking you to turn the kaleidoscope kaleidoscope (laughs) <laughs> Look again. I do that every time. Every time. Yeah. It's been a minute. How you doing, Lance? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in Atlanta right now. Um, I have four hours into my flight back to LA, but I've just been out here this weekend with some friends. And on the East Coast? On the East Coast. Yeah. But I'm doing good. Feeling good. <laughs> hey, that's wonderful, man. Did y'all have a good time? We had a great time. I like Atlanta. It's, it's a nice vibe mm. here. I like the culture. Yeah. I like that it's very much, you know, black nominated. Um, yeah. Definitely will be back. It's not my first time either, but we stayed in an Airbnb. So it was like I was actually like in Atlanta, like in a neighborhood. So it was mm. cool. I like that, man. I like that. I, um, I had a wonderful weekend myself. I actually traveled to South Carolina. I'm back now, but I traveled yes, to South yes. Carolina to um, preach at a youth retreat, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Um, actually, I think you'll enjoy this. I, I'm, I'm at this. I'm at the retreat, and this kid walks up to me and he says, "Yo, I listen to your podcast." I said, "What?" Wow. I said, Crazy. "I said, how do you listen to my podcast?" He said. Man, I don't know. I just I just randomly found it one day and I just been listening to it. And y'all haven't posted in a little while. <laughs> so shout so out to you, funny. John. Hey. Shout out to you, John. Text me too and have been like, when's the new episode coming out? Like I went to check and y'all not filming no more. Or, yeah. Ooh. It's always nice. That's really, really cool though. The fact Yeah. The, you know, the fact that people miss you. Um so thank y'all for y'all who are listening. We we appreciate thank the support. You. And we need we're to not apologize. Done. We're not done. Yeah. We need to apologize. We are sorry. We're very sorry. We <laughs> are sorry because we didn't do two episodes. We we haven't done um two episodes. It's mm-hmm. for a couple of um couple of different reasons, different circumstances. Actually last week we recorded an episode and the audio. The audio yeah. didn't work. Yeah, but uh, you already know what I'm gonna better. say. It's better than we didn't do. Yeah, yeah, because the episode was. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. You already know what I'm gonna say. It was trash. It was. It was. It was hot basura. Yeah. Um, that episode didn't have any direction, but that was also because we had just been busy. Like we didn't even talk about that. It was so, hard. Yeah, we didn't get to. We didn't get to. There was some things like. You know, on top of the fact that, like, I'm not on Twitter anymore. So, like, some of the hot topics that I would have loved to talk about um, didn't get – they don't come across me. Any, I don't I don't see them anymore. But um, I was actually talking with a, a friend of mine that that told me about today's topic. And uh, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to get into it. Yes. Are you ready, Lance? I'm ready. Let's – I'm ready. Let's get on into it then. Here we go. All right. So, this is something that happened recently. I want to know your thoughts on this, but mm-hmm. this actually did happen on Twitter. One of my friends told me about it, and so now I started looking it up and researching it. But 
So there's a Christian organization called The Daily Citizen. It is backed by Focus on the Family. And they made a tweet. And this is what the tweet says. It says, on Tuesday, President-elect Joe Biden, this was in like January, so before he had been, um, whatever the word is, before he had been, he's officially president now. But anyway, on Tuesday, President-elect Joe Biden announced that he had chosen Dr. (coughs) Rachel Levine to serve as Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services. Dr. Levine is a transgender woman, that is, a man who believes he is a woman. Twitter then removed their tweet and suspended their account. What do you think of that? What do I think of that? Uh, so I'm not bothered by it at all, um, like by the fact that they got banned. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's 2021, and like we we know where we're at. And I feel like you have people today, especially like conservatives, if I'm being honest, I feel like they say certain things that they know are controversial and they know will provoke provoke a certain response. Um, So I just, yeah, I mean, Twitter is a liberal platform, so it doesn't come as any surprise that they would ban them. And I mean, ultimately, Twitter is a private entity, so, you know, users are signing an agreement to use their platform. So Twitter has every right to regulate it how they see fit. Um, and if they deem the comments inappropriate, they're absolutely within their right to, you know, ban any user who violates their terms and conditions. This is true. You're yeah. right. They do. Have and this is not an impediment of freedom of speech. Just making that very right. clear. It's not an example of that. Here's, here's where I think I have a little bit of problem. Okay, you know me. I'm all about consistency. If you gonna block and ban somebody from from these words, then you need to you need to be consistent throughout the whole. The so whole you know, Nico. Thing. Then what you need to do is start your own platform and regulate it like that, because that's what you feel and how you that's what you believe. But you have to understand, Twitter is privately owned. So if Twitter, if they lean a certain way politically, they have every right to to regulate it how they want. So if they don't want to condone certain rhetoric around transgender people that's like that's their right just like it's your right to believe what you believe but if that's what you want you can't put that expectation on twitter like twitter is their own well i I do i do expect twitter to to say what they're to do what they said they're gonna do and i don't think that they they did like if you uh-huh. if you go and you look at because I, I wanted to know what well, what are their policies like if you go and you look up their rules and policies the first uh-huh. thing that they have on there says Twitter's purpose is to serve the public conversation violence mm-hmm. harassment and other similar types of behavior discouraging people from expressing themselves and ultimately di- diminish the value of global public conversation mm-hmm. our rules are to ensure all people can participate in the public conversation freely and safely. And then after that, there's a list of things that Twitter does not allow. Mm-hmm. Violence, terrorism, child sexual exploitation, abuse and harassment, hateful conduct, which is, I think, what they were like, what they they thought oh. was this is um, hateful conduct, suicide oh. or self-harm, sensitive media, illegal or certain regulated goods or services. I think what I'm, I'm, I'm wanting Twitter to do is to just hold up to their agreement. You know, if you, these are our rules. If you if you break these rules, here's the consequence, here's the punishment. But do that's it across the board. But, but do it across the board. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And and I would I would argue, I'd make an argument, okay? I'm going to make an argument that I don't think that that comment was considered hate speech. But that's my opinion. But that's my whole thing is like at the end of the day, it, this goes back to the whole, the whole concept of your house, your rules, right? I walk into your house mm-hmm. and I, I say something that you feel is disrespectful to you and you ask mm-hmm. me to leave, there's no debate to be had about whether or not I deserve to stay. If you tell me leave your house, have to leave your house like it's a private entity and it doesn't matter what you allow the next person to do in your home or don't allow the next person to do in your home it's yours so i feel like ultimately like that there's no debate to be to me at least to be had about well is this a violation of these people's freedom of speech do they have the right to you know say what they said like if twitter is deeming it as hate speech which i i think a lot of people would agree with that um it definitely comes down to to an opinion but Ultimately, my thing is like it is their platform and it's like we already know what time Twitter is on. Like Twitter is a liberal platform. This is not a secret. This is not a surprise. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very well known that if you there is certain rhetoric that you're putting out there, like you already know what you're provoking and what type of response you're going to get. Like in, in 2021, I mean, it just like like I said, the, the, those people, the whatever, the, what are they called? The Daily? The Daily Conservative? Daily Citizen. The Daily Citizen? I mean, they the can... Daily Citizen. The, the Daily Citizen. They can create their own platform, like, if it's that important for them to spread whatever rhetoric they want to spread about transgender people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is, let's be consistent. That's that's really what I'm asking. And Because the difference between me coming into your house and you asking me to leave is that I provide Twitter with a service. Like... Everybody who's on Twitter provides Twitter with the service. And do you know what that service is? But at it's the end of the day, you sign an agreement your, with Twitter. That's true. But that isn't that. Wouldn't you say that that agreement is like something that I can hold Twitter to as well? I mean, like when I when I sign a lease on my household, I sign a lease on my household, right? So when I sign a lease on my household, I'm agreeing to abide by my landlord's lease, but he's also agreeing to be a landlord to me. So if something's broken, it's on his, it's on him to fix it. So like, there's a a mutual agreement that I think that both parties have to abide by. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's a home that you live in. Twitter is a, a platform, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. my thing is, is like, yes, you can hold that desire for them to be consistent and want them to operate a certain way. But at the end of the day, my thing is like, if you don't like it. It's like leave, you know, create your own platform. If I don't like your rules, I get out of your house. And at any point, mm-hmm. no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. regardless, mm-hmm. you tell me leave, I have to leave. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I can so. expect you to be consistent, but at the end of the day, I guess I'm more on like the realistic side of like it, Twitter can do whatever Twitter wants to do. Mm-hmm. And like we shouldn't be surprised with the comments and how Twitter reacted. It's not. If that's the case, then I think we got to get rid of world star hip hop. You know, like okay. world star hip hop has to take like number number one. I think that that has been an issue that has plagued just black communities for a long time. Anyway, like for whatever reason, we like to see like like we like to see us fighting. Right. And that that goes against their their things, their list of things that Twitter does not allow violence violence is like the top thing on their list yeah um 
And but you know what? What it really I think is I I really do think, and I haven't done any research on this, but I think that this it comes down to the people who did like did not like it. They recorded uh-huh. it. Yeah, and that's what I'm there saying. Was it's enough unity nominated. Yeah, I think that there was enough unity on the like. Let's just say I don't know what we call it, but on the transgender side, that says, "Hey, we don't like this, so we're gonna report it." And they reported it enough that it turned like you know they were banned or whatever. I don't know. Um, and and I I I made my statements about this on Twitter when I was on there. I think that the um, LGBTQ community has had more unity than the church has had for a long time. Okay. For a long time. And it is, and it is like, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm appalled, I guess. Like uh-huh. if, if we are to be recognized by our love, like that's what Jesus talks about. He talks about the disciples. He said, they'll know you by the love that you show for one another. I don't all I don't think that that is the the picture that we see on Twitter. But I'll tell you what, you see somebody who is who says I just got kicked out from my house because I came out as transgender. There are thousands of retweets. That that person's um what do you call that thing when you you uh, they give you money? I'm confused. So what's the issue with that? I'm saying that there's no issue. Uh-huh. There's no issue at all. I'm saying but the church like that is how we ought to operate. For anybody, regardless of their sexual orientation. And I'm saying that the LGBTQ community is doing it better than the church. And the church should be doing it very well. And we're not, is what I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, it's not really... I don't even have Twitter. I've never had Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not really something I'm well versed on. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But but I did... It, it is. It is... You're right. It's not a. It's not an issue of freedom of speech. Um, you yeah. go and look up freedom of speech. Freedom <laughs> of speech is specifically for um, us against the government. Yes, um, like you're saying, it is a private entity. Um, but at the same time, though, it it does. It does feel like we will eventually get to the point where if you say something that the 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 people, the collective people, disagree with, uh-huh. like. I, I'm a, you know, I'm afraid you get, you get cast out. Like now, I can't have an opportunity to. to I don't speak. think that's true, though. I think we're literally seeing that. I think what's going to happen is that people just create their own platforms, like we've seen. Like mm-hmm. people create their platforms, and then they find other like-minded people, and then they form community. Like we've definitely been seeing that as far as like, because I mean, mm-hmm. black people weren't always at the table. The LGBT community. You know, we talk about immigrant rights and all these different other groups in our society that really didn't have a a voice and a seat at the table. And what did they do? So I feel like that's just going to keep on happening. Because the thing is, go ahead. No, you finish your stop. I I was going to say, because you're saying like you get casted out, which maybe on a particular platform or in a particular context or environment or group of people, but... There are, there's always going to be people out there who like agree with what you have to say. Like there are conservative people out there who agree with that tweet. And I mean, that's their right to believe whatever they want to believe. I, I respect that right within mm-hmm. itself, um, regardless of if I disagree, but people are going to find their community of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and it is important to find your community of people. But if every time there is a, you know, a group of people who believe differently and they go off and they make their own platform, man, mm-hmm. you'll never get to, to hear it from somebody else. You'll never. That was one of the things that I really did value and appreciate about Twitter. I got to see it from a. I literally got to look at it from a different angle. Like I really like. I how some people feel about religion. Much, like, what do you mean? I mean, some people feel like how the way you're saying it, it kind of sounds like you're saying like freedom of speech is is starting to get suppressed. I feel like some people would make that same connection to religion and the way religion was spread and how it dominated, and how you could get no other viewpoint. And if you had any other viewpoint, you were casted out. Hmm. Which I, I don't think that that should ever be the case. You know, like if you, if we're going to talk about respect at the top of a Christian value is probably one of the, the greater Christian values is respect for people, respect for mankind. Yeah. So e- even if I disagree or you disagree with me, like there should be this level of emotional honesty, emotional maturity where, Hey, you don't believe what I believe. We can still be friends. Like we we should still have the ability to be friends, regardless of you're Christian or not. I think everybody should be able to have that kind of emotional maturity. You mm-hmm. don't believe what I believe? That's okay. I'll still be your friend. Um, right. But like, if there is no place, if there is no place for people who think differently can to say that like out loud, mm-hmm. regardless wherever whatever the platform is, then. Some some people think you go you can go too far in this and say, hey, Twitter is an echo chamber now. People's yeah. ideas are only retweeted if they agree with the collective. But if you say the one thing that's wrong, oh, you're out now. It's an echo. Now I think that sometimes, like you're talking about communities, people like to be around like minds. I think that that's good. I think that there is a good place and space for that. But yeah. I also think that there needs to be a sort of town hall. You know, right. So that's my thing about people creating platforms and like create that if that's what you if you want to have a space that's specifically designated for those types of conversations because i feel like the thing about twitter like it also is a public platform so whatever goes up there is is up for anyone to see up for anyone's consumption so i think twitter also wants to represent itself a certain way and like i've been saying we like we know where they lean on the political spectrum so my thing is like if you don't like that then Twitter is, I don't think it's going to be for you. And I guess I say this as someone who doesn't have Twitter, so I don't have like mm-hmm. firsthand experience of being in what mm-hmm. you refer to as the echo chamber. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if that's an issue with you, then I say find another platform or create one that's what you envision it to be. Like, is there to it? Like, it is what it is. It's a privately owned company. I acknowledge that. I just, I just, it's, I just keep thinking about um, a, a, a quote by Martin Luther King. He uh-huh. says, he says to America, "I just expect you to say what, do what you said you was gonna do. You know, uh-huh. you said you was gonna write a check. Now cash it. You know, I, Twitter. I expect you to do what you said you were gonna do. Right there on the top of its rules and policies, Twitter's purpose is to serve the public conversation." That is not a public conversation. If every time I say something that, like, you just did, it, it'd be like this. If we're, me and you're having a conversation, mm-hmm. we're doing this podcast episode, and you just cut it off. You say, I'm not having this conversation. I, I refuse to hear your point of view. 
that's not a conversation. But I don't think it's also that though, Nico, because I like I've been saying, it's 2021 and we know what time it is, mm-hmm. and people say certain shit to get certain reactions. Like that type of rhetoric that was used in that tweet, it's been used before and mm-hmm. it wasn't well received. So mm-hmm. it's like like you know certain things if you were to put it on Twitter right now, based mm-hmm. off of things that have happened in the past and how people have reacted to certain things, you know how it would be received. So I I think it's also a thing of like, okay, after some, because Twitter is also a very hateful place too. Would you acknowledge like Twitter can be very racist? It can be full of a lot of, you know, inappropriate things. Yeah. Yes. And I think at some point it's like, if you see a certain repeated behavior, maybe Twitter does have to step in and like ban a racist person and be like, look, if you say certain things about X ethnic group or racial group or whatever, you would get banned. Because we don't want to tolerate that. Does, I, yeah, I, I I understand like how you can, I guess depending on where you are on the spectrum, how that can be problematic for you based off your beliefs. But it, it all goes back to that private mm-hmm. private ownership and like Twitter, <laughs> like you know you know the type of platform it is. So it's like if you don't like that, I mean, and I and I get you, I hear you. Like you want a space where mm-hmm. everyone can contribute but how often I have we seen the fact I, I I think that it can be done it can be done well if if everybody chooses to do it well um but I, I really do like I think I think that this is a, a negative step it's an I think it's a negative step in a direction that it's not gonna be good for at least Twitter and you know Twitter influences ideologies twitter influences policies um which i was talking to candace the other day like yeah actually this morning i was realizing um so we had got back from south carolina and we just got into a hotel and we were watching tv and it was cable and i was like i don't remember the last time i watched a commercial like i i don't, <laughs> I don't remember the last time but what was being sold these commercials they weren't for me these these commercials weren't for me. No, because on social media they're targeted ads, right? And so like they're targeted yeah. ideologies, like they're targeted things that people somewhere out there. This is gonna sound like a, a conspiracy theory, but the things that get the most retweets, there's I think I think that there is a, a method to that. Like there's an algorithm at play. Like here are things that we want people to know, so we'll we'll get them in front of people's eyes. There are some things that people don't want people to see and tweet, you know? And and if you're Twitter, to your point, you have the ability to do that because it's yours. I agree. I like I, I don't doubt that at all. I'm fearful. I'm fearful though. But I'm fearful. I, I think again, it also it just goes back to where you are on the spectrum because I if there was a certain so what I'm assuming is, well, let me not make the assumption, but if there was something that was tweeted that went against a specific belief of yours and you felt like maybe it incited violence or hate, you would probably want that to be removed. Like I, there's a thing about when we talk about freedom of speech and like you, you bring up this point of how you want a platform for people to be able to express whatever it is that they believe. Where do we also begin to draw the line with respect 
and like freedom of speech? That's a good question. Like, that is a really good question, Lance. And I'm glad you asked. Because certain things, I don't, like, I don't really hmm. know. Because for a lot of people, they found that tweet to be disrespectful. They found that tweet to be something that, you know, incited hate. And like, how do we address that if we're going to have spaces where what you're saying is, you know, everyone, regardless of what you believe, you have the right to express it. I agree with that, but up until a certain extent to where it it violates someone being respected. Mm-hmm. And of course, that that again is a, a conversation to be had about like mm-hmm. what does that look like? Depending okay, on so that's that's really good. Um, one of my favorite kind of podcasters, his name is Esau Macaulay. Mm-hmm. He asked the question, what does love demand? You know, in what I say, what what does love demand? Um, he, he kind of says, you can say, like, he, he specifically is like um, a black Anglican. And so he operates as a black man in like a lot of white spaces as it relates to like religion and spirituality Ooh, and Christianity. Boy. And so he, he says to like black people, kind of like me, he says, you can say whatever you want, but if you want the most people to hear it and understand it, you've got to say it in a proper way. And so, like, I can agree. You say what? You have to say it in a who? In a proper way. In a proper so, way. Okay. Yeah. So, like, with this tweet, um, Dr. Levin, Levine is a transgender woman that is a man who believes he is a woman. I think that that, that, is prob- that was not the right way to say that. I, I would yeah. agree. That's not the right way to say that. I don't know if I would say that it incites hate. Yeah. Can I ask a what, question though? Go ahead. What I mean, what would be the point of that comment? That kind of like going back to when I said mm-hmm. I feel like people say certain shit to like mm-hmm. provoke mm-hmm. a certain reaction. What mm-hmm. what really is the purpose of that comment? What does it contribute? Like what 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 would you expect to gain if you tweeted something like that? I'm very curious. A hundred percent, you're right. They were they were poking the bear. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. I agree with you. That's why I'm like, okay, I, they got I banned. believe that they was. You said what? So that's why I'm kind of like, I mean, okay, they got banned. It's like it is what it is. Like, what do we expect? I don't know if I I I I don't think it was wise, but I don't know if it was wrong. Okay. I don't know. I I know it wasn't wise, but I don't know if it was wrong. Like poking the bear in that way. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're not, so, okay. you're gonna get the applause from the audience that you want, and you're gonna get the hate from the audience that you want. But so I I, that wasn't wise. But I don't know if it's wrong. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I mean, let's say a, a white dude walks up to a black woman at the grocery store, calls her the N word, hard R, and she mm-hmm. punches him in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna say that? He was wrong. Like he poked the bear. There was a certain response. Okay, I don't want to. Not trying to compare a black woman to a bear, but you know he he um, aggravated her. She responded, mm-hmm. and like, what would you say to that? Would you be like, okay, that I don't know if that situation was exactly wrong. Like if he was wrong, you get what I'm saying? I'd say, yeah, that's that is wrong for him to okay. call her out of her name. Like that's that's not okay. I'd also say that to respond. Like with violence, I think that that also would be wrong as well. Okay, that's your belief, and I and I also want to acknowledge too. I fully understand that, you know, saying something about transgender people is not 
the same as using the n-word er mm-hmm. just making that very clear but just to point out how you know you have different groups and there's different things that we know mm-hmm. provoke certain emotional responses and you know aggravate people based off of that group's history so it's like if you're gonna put something out there and you know the history behind it even if you don't know it indefinitely but you know it's a history that hurts i mean mm-hmm. i don't i don't understand how someone wouldn't say that is wrong like if you are like you just said you're poking the bear like you are mm-hmm. you're aggravating and you're anticipating this response and then you want to mm-hmm. kind of play the victim and be like oh well this lady punched me in the face or oh i got banned off twitter because i said x y and z about trans people i i just yeah i think that the same standard should be held like uh-huh. let's talk about pornography then let's 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 ban people who consistently point um are posting pornography let's let's talk about um that the violence let's let's get that out of there you know what i'm saying like well but then here's my thing go ahead let's let's ban people who are selling illegal drugs on twitter let's yeah let's ban them like twitter (laughs) be who you say you're gonna be so funny but i mean i i think that goes back to my thing of twitter being its own platform we know the culture and the type of space it is so maybe people don't want to hear comments that are deemed transphobic but maybe people want to be able to buy read off twitter maybe they want to watch porn off twitter and maybe they want to um you know do such and such off twitter and i feel like if you don't like that twitter Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i would assume it's just not the platform for you so, but would you agree, that's what you acknowledge? Would you acknowledge, at the very least, there's a double standard? Uh, yeah, but my my thing is like, we're it's a double standard in a private entity. Just like you, you're entitled to have a double standard in your household without explanation if you want to. It's your household. I can't impose on you and expect you to be consistent in a certain way in your own house if that's not how you want to run it. It's your house. You, you know. And maybe I guess, that's consistency I, guess, I guess yes i guess you're right oh no you yes really? no one <laughs> wow you are right no one is required to be consistent in their own household but i think that that is a failure of the human experience Ugh. but how what i'm saying is the people who use twitter if they don't want to see certain content it follows that twitter will not allow that content to be posted and that's across any platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I'm sure there are conservative platforms out there that would do the same thing if it were something more on the liberal spectrum. I'll say, you know what, you're right. Because there is the collective power of Twitter. Like the so where you know, how how does Twitter get its money? Do you know? I are there advertisements on Twitter? I would assume. There there are advertisements on Twitter, but um, they I'm are selling a product, but that, I don't think that the advertisements on Twitter is their main um, opportunity for money. Their no main opportunity. Twitter, Twitter. Uh, any like I tell you, Facebook, Instagram, anything that is free, that means that you are the product. <laughs> That's crazy. That means you are the product. So what Twitter does is. Twitter is is taking everything that you tweet, everything that you like and retweet, and it's building a profile of you, and they assume, they guess what you like. Mm. 
they guess what you like and then they have targeted ads towards you so um yes twitter does get some money from the ads but they also get a good chunk of change from um compiling together what they think you like and then sending it to these companies to to target ads towards you that is exactly why you go and you look on um you know google and you're looking for some nikes you'll see some nikes popping up in your ads you'll see them um so to your point if the most people on twitter are liberal or have are thinking a certain direction in order to keep them they will appease the sleeping dragon and you know what lance i consider myself more towards the liberal side i oh, am no. I, I am see here's the here's the place about liberal like the liberal ideas that i really align with okay uh, like like the liberal side does this really well we talked about this a little bit earlier they care about people they care about people i i, I really want to try and care about people like some of the some of the issues trans rights trans rights that is an issue that i like because you're a human being i care about you as a person um gay rights i care about you as a person homelessness poverty like the liberal side does that really well and you know who else cares about that jesus cares about those kinds of things and for a long time conservative christians have missed that boat and it is wrong it's just wrong so i would say i i would say i I align with many of the values on the liberal side opposed to the conservative side. But that's what's up. The real question, because I, I, we didn't even answer the question. What does love demand? Oh, what is the right. line where respect is? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> where for, me, for you, for you, where? Right. I would say it's taking into context that person and where they're coming from because I might be talking to you and I can have an understanding that there are certain things that I can say to Nico that would really hurt Nico's feelings and would violate that line of him feeling respected in our conversation. I can talk to someone else and say that same thing and they might laugh at it. They might not care about it or, you know, they may even react the same way. So I think if you're talking about like freedom of speech, and you know how we can be mindful with that. It's it's taking into context like where this person is coming from. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to, if you're a non-black person and you're talking to a black person, you certain language, certain words would be very inappropriate to use. You know, and it's taking that mm-hmm. into, into context. Mm-hmm. And that can be on different. It can be on like a personal level, racial, whatever, gender. Yeah. Let's make a real example. So, do you remember Rachel Dolezal? I think that's her last name. Yeah, she was the she was a girl who was called herself transracial. She identified as a black woman. Would you, would you, would you call her like if you knew her? Let's just say you knew uh-huh. her, you knew her well. Would you uh-huh. call her a black woman? Absolutely not. I would tell her that she's very disrespectful. Why? Because there is a, a whole culture and a, a whole lineage, and you're essentially just appropriating that. And it's like you want to physically change the way you look to present as a black woman. But at any point, you know, you can wash your tan off, you know, wash the perm out of your hair. And guess what? You're a white woman. 
that and that's what you are and like you're you know you get all the benefits that come along with that in our society so to do something like what the rachel dolezal did is just beyond disrespectful to to black people and our experiences and it's it's literally a form of blackface Mm. okay let's take it a step further Uh uh-huh I want you to tell me what, what how do you how do you see the difference uh, between something like what Rachel Dolezal did and what like uh, like transgenderism is? Because the tra- transgenderism is a medically observed phenomenon, right? So there is something called gender dysphoria. Okay. okay. And what that is is when you in terms of brain structure, if you are a transgender woman, meaning that you were born biologically male, it has been consistently shown that your brain structure is more similarly like organized as far as like your neurons and things like that. It's more organized to that of a biological female, meaning that when people say that they feel, and this is the same for also transgender men, meaning that you would have been a biological female who, you know, felt that you were born in the wrong body. But so the the example with the brain structure has shown that when people are saying like okay i i genuinely feel like i should be this Mm -hmm. they aren't Mm -hmm. just lying or or making this up Mm -hmm. right so when we talk about transgenderism there is a certain there's a connection to biology with that and there's some science behind it now when we talk about transracialism i guess that is not a real thing because race is not biological. Race is cultural and it's social. Therefore, race is not like it's something you inherit and it's not something that's like innate to your biology in the way that your sex is and in the way that transgender people feel that they were born in the wrong physical body in the wrong sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't deny that there might be some biology behind like in the brain like i don't i don't i don't ever want to say hey that's not true i don't uh-huh. i don't want to deny that um but like i i do see at least like there is like you you acknowledge there is some level of biology that points in a direction you know mm-hmm. like when we talk about at least sex, in the brain yeah. yeah when we talk about sex there's a level of biology in the brain that points to a male or points to a female correct right we have chromosomes. My, I think my question when it comes to these ideas is like, why is the brain prioritized over the other um, genit- or other parts of the body? I mean, because it's the brain. I mean, the brain dictates everything in all of the body's functions. Mm. Right. There's no, there's no right. like. So then- Go ahead. Oh, I was I was just gonna turn the conversation a little bit um, uh-huh. to talk about like what 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 does love demand? You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought about this for a little bit. Like, if I had somebody in my life who was transgender and I I like my beliefs don't align with that, like how should I respond? Should I call them by their pronoun? Should I not call them by a pronoun? Absolutely, you know, what, call them like, by their what, pronouns. But like, th- according to my beliefs, I don't think that that lines up with my beliefs. You know, so what this is a conclusion I come down on. I think um, if I have somebody in my life who's transgender 
I probably would not call them their pronoun. I would just call them their name. Their name that they're going by. Um, because it doesn't line up with my belief. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's your belief. I, for me, yeah. if you tell me to call you something out of respect for you as a human being, I'm going to call you what you want to be called. Just like I don't want to be called out of my name. And in, in your example, you're not like actively calling them. Like if they want to be referred to as she, you're not going to be saying he. You're just going to mm-hmm. call them Amanda if that's Amanda's yeah. name. That's your belief. Yeah. But, you know, for me, yeah. like, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> like it, it, mm. there's like no effort needed to like just respect what someone wants to be called. Um, and yeah, I want to be identified a certain way. So I'm going to respect how other people want to be identified. For me, it's not an issue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. If it, if it, you know, you're not convicted about it, then it won't be it. You know, you'll do that, yeah. you know. But I think where I come down to, like, you know, kind of, but kind of like you're saying, like, kind of like you're saying about Rachel Dolezal. Uh huh. It's disrespectful for her to to attach herself to this culture that's not hers. Yeah. Um, gender is totally to me, different. Though. Yes, you're right. You're right. I, I will acknowledge gender is different, but I will also say, like, man, because I I. Of am of the notion that there's a guy who created this world and he did it in a good way. When we, when we try to to do that, like we're trying to attach ourselves to something that is not what God has designed, uh, I think that that we we are in a we're in a weird place of like the clay looking back at the potter and saying I shouldn't be a vase, I shouldn't be a vase or whatever. Um, I have a question for you. Go ahead. So if Rachel Dolezal wants you to refer to her as a black woman, are you going to do it? No. Okay. I'm not, I wouldn't. Um, now, I, I do want to acknowledge, I think we're living in a world that has been broken by sin. So, like, there are people who have legitimately been born gay. There are people who gender legitimately have what you say, what you call gender dysphoria. Like, I, I think that those are real issues, and I don't want to... I don't ever want to take them off of the table. Those are real issues. But the, the question is, like, man, what what do I, if I am a follower of Christ, or I, do, I claim that the Lord is the Lord of my life, it comes down to, like, man, what does God say about me? And that's it. Like, what he says about me is the way that I live my life. See, this is why Twitter is the way Twitter is. <laughs> because they don't... They don't want that on their platforms because that that is that's going to be inherently what would be the word exclusive. It's going to be inherently ostracizing mm. certain groups. Mm. So yeah, that's why I'm not religious, people. That's why I'm not religious. But. but- Every like regardless if you call yourself religion or not, religious or not, like like you, Lance, you have a set of beliefs. You have a set of beliefs. So um, this is Christianese here, but you worship something. Like you, you worship something. You might not worship You said what? I'm still not religious though, regardless. I'd argue that if we talk about what religion is, I would argue that you are. Because we are made we Okay. 
can at least, at least let me share you share with you what I mean when I say this. Okay. okay. What I mean when I say that um, you are religious is that there's in, something innate inside of us that makes us all worshipers of something. Okay. That's spiritual. So, <laughs> okay. so we we all worship something or someone. And the easiest way for me to explain it is you will obey what you worship. So for example, if a person worships success, he will obey everything it everything that success is telling him to do because he believes that success is what will give him satisfaction in life. Like there's all of us, there's an innate idea that we need to get to something so that we can have what you call shalom, um, wholeness or peace. So like all of us, everybody, we all worship, we obey, we worship, you know, some people worship alcohol. You said what? I said, I'm still not religious. Okay. I, 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 I'll disagree with you and I'll accept I'll respect and accept your position, but I disagree with you. But I accept and respect your position. Yeah, I'm. I'm Never. curious. Yeah. Why? What? Why would you consider me religious? If I don't believe in any religion. In fact, I feel like I'd be advocating well, against, not against them, but like you know. Yeah. I think if I was to understand your position. From what uh, I know of you, you say I'm against organized religion. I'm against organized religion, but you do worship uh, God. Like you do believe that there is a notion of a God. Yes. Yeah. That's more spirituality, though. It's not really religion. Well, how how are you defining religion? Because that's probably where we're just I, disagreeing. I define religion as something more structural and institutional. It's, mm. I mean, in comparison to spirituality, it's something more individual. And I feel like with religion, it's kind of the idea of like you're in this group and we want to spread our beliefs. So there's a kind of a whole culture around it that's different where it's being spiritual. It's kind of like I'm on my own path, figuring things out. I might get influences from here and from there, but, you know, ultimately this is kind of like my own personalized thing versus like religion. It's like, okay, here's the book. This is what we follow and spread this. That's also a part of the culture of religion. Would you, so like, what about like religions that are like very, very exclusive? Like if you're not born into it, you can't get into it. They're not trying to spread it. Would you say that that's religion? Um, I mean, yeah, if it's structural and in that group, hmm. kind of organization. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a very, very specific, okay. specific example um, but I think you understand that when I say religious, okay. I'm really referring to those major, like, I'm not really what you would deem as religious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good combo, okay. It's been a minute. Well, nevertheless, this is, I do have a, I have a, a challenge or I have a call for Christians. This is what I have a call for. If you're a Christian on this podcast, you listen to this podcast, I challenge you to do several things. The first thing. I challenge you to do is to accept and respect other people's um, positions. Like I really want to do a better job of that. Like this is a challenging call for myself to cha- to accept and respect other people's positions. That's number one. The second thing is I think that we 
should have um, a deeper unity. Like, like this is where we as the believers we should we should imitate the LGBTQ community when when there is a problem, they rally around the problem and they get it fixed. We should imitate that. I, those are my two like soapboxes. Those are two my ideas. That I don't know. What do you think of that? Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. (laughs) I'm all about community, folks. Support each other. Support each other. Well, Lance, this has been a good episode. Yep. I I appreciate you for giving me. Yeah. I hope I didn't give you words too much this episode. You help. You hope what? I said, I hope I didn't get on your nerves too much this episode. Nah, nah. If you got on my nerves, I think I'd probably say, hey, I can't have this. I can't, I can't do this episode. (laughs) If if it got to that, it probably would. Because, you know, I want to, I want to show you love with my words more than I want to express my opinion. So just be prepared because that might happen. I know. I feel it. That's uh, that is kaleidoscopic. Kaleidoscopic. Turn. Yeah. Turn the hand. I got three more hours to our board. All right. Way to go. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.